Hi, you're listening to Secrets for an Inspirational Life with me, your host, Mimi Novik. I'm so happy and thrilled to have you here with me. I have created this series for all of us so we can change our world together and live a more holistic and balanced life. Together, we will share lots of inspiring stories from all walks of life, speak with leading experts, enjoy healthy living ideas, explore music and subjects that inspire each other to always have hope. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate all of you. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Secrets for an Inspirational Life. How are you all today? I hope that the weather, wherever you are in the world, is at least a little bit sunny, a little bit beautiful in these times and I'm hoping that we can get to better times very soon. Now, I have many guests on this show with heartfelt stories and each one has its own merit and its own journey. And many are real, heartbreaking stories, I have to say. But luckily, they have a good ending. In today's episode, I really have the pleasure of welcoming a real warrior. Um, but by that, I mean a warrior of truth and of the heart. I have the pleasure of welcoming Tony Stow, who has set up a phenomenal campaign called Support Tony Stow, hashtagged Support Tony Stow. I have to get that right. And Tony has been tirelessly fighting to raise awareness for CCTV in care homes for the elderly and vulnerable after many sadly alleged reports of neglect in certain care homes. Now, we're not talking about all care homes here. We're talking, sadly, about the care homes that fall below what is acceptable. And it's those few that make it so terrible for the rest. He is tirelessly fighting for families to be allowed by law, if they wish, at their own expense, to put CCTV in a relative's room in a care home. And it is because of Tony's personal experience that made him decide to start this incredible mission, courageous mission, and to get a law enforced. Welcome, Tony. I'm so pleased to have you on the show. Thank you. Welcome to you as well, uh, Mimi. Thanks for having me. (laughs) You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Please, what can I say? Um... This is one of the most heartfelt stories that I've heard in a very long time. And I have been a supporter of yours um, for quite a few years since you've had this um, whole campaign going. Now, I would really like you to share with the listeners your incredible story of courage and tell us this journey of yours and what it's all about in your own words. Yeah, you said it there at the beginning, the CCTV, I wanted to have made a law for families to be able to 
put a put a system in a relative's room if they so wish to do so. You know what what, what is so wrong with that? You know we, we know abuse happens sadly. The stats tell us this. I, I, quote me if I'm wrong, but I've been told it's eighty to eighty five percent of care homes are running on abuse charges. Now for me, one abuse is one too many. So that stat for me tells me it's way way too high. And nothing has ever been done about it. And this is what I'm questioning. Why has nothing ever been done? So I'm trying to change, not even change the law. I'm trying to make it a law for families to be allowed to put a system in place. You know, what's wrong with that? Why are we not allowed? The question is, why are we not allowed to do that? So are care homes, for example, are they... Is it absolutely, if you have, for example, if somebody has a relative in a care home somewhere and they would like to put a CCTV camera in that relative's room, is that allowed? It or Is it dependent on the individual care home? At the moment, it's not a law. So as you quite rightly say there, the care home would have the power to say no. Now, for me, that's my family member or anybody else's family member. Mm. Why are we not allowed? Why has the law not given us the permission to place one in so when it, abuse is rife? So if the individual care home, for example, um, yeah. for somebody who had a relative in there, uh, whether right. that be elderly or vulnerable, whatever, whatever it is, if that individual care home allowed it uh, there would be nothing to stop the relative to do so equally absolutely if they're allowing it then mm-hmm. yes you know you've got full control now, nowadays as you know we all have handsets or mobiles mm. we could just we could log on we could be t- traveling to london wherever we wherever we're traveling oh let's just see how how dad is let's see how whoever is and you can check how they are oh look beautiful having a wonderful time you're you're at peace with yourself now security you have that peace of mind peace of mind yes and what about who would have if we were to for example because i know we have a cctv um in our home we've got we've got the house is full of cctv yes but most are nowadays they are aren't they you know most yes. people as a way of protection whether that be the doorbell camera or whatever it is outside now we can't walk the streets without being filmed you can't and you don't even no. know you're being filmed most of Absolutely. the time you know um we have a sticker actually on on the um house that says smile you're on camera because you've, yeah. you've got to make some sort of light-heartedness although it's a serious thing you've got big brother's watching you well, well, i always said that years ago big brother's watching you i think it was george orwell I did that at school, actually. But, there you go. Yes. Um, but yet we can abuse the, the frail and the vulnerable with nobody watching. Now... This is, this is my question. We have to be clear that this is not all care homes. And Absolutely not. There's some wonderful care homes out there. Beautiful. I, yeah. Um, this is, like always, the minority make a very bad mistake and then it affects the majority. Now, who would have access? So say, for example, the law was made and that would mean that any family member or whoever guardian for that person by law would be able to say, look, my relative, my friend, whoever has guardianship over that person could say, I would like to have a camera within that room. Yes. This is what you're asking. They would have the law behind them. Yes. 
no one could stop them because the law would be there in place for them to be allowed to. Okay. And who would have access to the camera? Who could actually see what was going on? Would it only be the family members or would it be the care home staff? Who would have access to the images? Good question. The EDM on the early day motion, which was drafted by my MPs, um, they just put on the early day motion that it's for the family member to have control. Well, I think think it's a, a right the family should have. Okay, and not the care home. I don't think so, no, because if the if the care home have access to this, and if you mean access just to view it, yes, that's what I mean, or not to tamper with it, because it's been it's been it's, it's a fact that many care homes have tampered with certain CCTV, haven't they? With that, that that they've had in their homes, they've missed it, taken things off, erased it, and started it again to cover their own backs. Hence why we, this EDM, which my MPs have drafted for me, they don't want anybody else to be in control of the system mm-hmm. other than the family. Tony, what is the EDM? I know you said it's an early day motion, but explain, please, what does that actually mean? Yes, I've had an, obviously you go to your MPs with to get one. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's set in stone by law. I, I'll be, I forgot the name, but I did mention it earlier, what it is... Um, so I'll be in Parliament for the rest of my life now. I've made a bit of history, if you like. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> um, not a bad thing. Yeah, it's yeah. not a bad thing, though. No, you know, you're getting watched now. The, the media are alerted to an, an EDM mm. immediately. As soon as an EDM is drafted mm. and published, like mine has been, mm-hmm. then the media are fully alerted by this EDM. Now, what it is, as you say, it's an early day motion. You have to get, I'm not sure if it's, if it's 50 or not, so many MPs have to be supportive of this EDM. Mm-hmm. Mine at the moment has got 25 or 26 supporting MPs, mm-hmm. which is pretty good regarding there's been a lockdown for the past two months. And my early day motion didn't, well, I say didn't, it wasn't published. I think it was published in, I think, February time, mid-February, March. So it's not, not mm-hmm. long before lockdown. So it's not had time to be in the public domain, if you like. Mm. So with 25 MPs supporting it already, it tells you something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's good credential for that um, motion to be passed. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, because when I come in there, most early day motions, what my MPs explained to me while Mm. I was at Parliament, he said most early day motions are lucky if they get two MPs supporting them. So this is quite a high support for this particular so, yes. for this yes, particular so. cause. Now it's called. Tell me, what is the actual campaign in its entire entirety called? I see what's the campaign called. It's basically just support type stuff. Okay, if so you if, log onto my under my social media sites, mm-hmm. my Facebook support Tony Stowell, it will come up straight away. Instagram, um, uh, it's everywhere. Twitter, Tony Stowell three on Twitter now. You can see straight away the support I've got. The celebrities are all coming in, the general public. And I want the general public, you know. Celebrities are, are they're a lovely bonus. But let's mm. be honest, I want the public to be massively supporting this because we're all public. I don't like titles like celebrity. Mm. I'm not a big mm. name. I'm not, I'm not a title looker like that. To me, we're all equal mm. on, every, mm. on every level. Hence why I want this to be made law so we all have these legal requirements for good care and it's something that that needs to be done it needs to be done that all of us in whatever capacity we are uh, wherever we are um that we're treated equally as human beings 
Yes, and also my, my idea for this as well isn't just to, you know, I'm not here to go and catch someone abusing somebody. I, I hope it would never, it never mm. video, film any of that. What I, what I want, I want to, I want to see the wonderful carers out there. Mm. You know, I want to see them. The, they're on minimum wage. They've got no, literally, when I say no training, you know what I mean when I say no training to be a carer. But to be a carer's role, these, these are special, special people. Not everyone can do it. So why is there no qualifications? Why do they not get put on pedestals? Why do they not get award ceremonies once a year? Why do we never see a Pride of Britain award given to a carer? You know, as we were speaking about earlier, Tony, I think it's, uh, even as we're talking and we're still in lockdown, I think now we're realising the actual reality of what yes. is important, who What's is important, important yeah. in life. They're all, before they're all looking at lawyers, look at me and my Ferrari. No mm. one's really bothered if it comes down to it. We can't drive any car now, really, unless it's a, <laughs> no. to get to and from work. No. You know, so mm. I've always brought up, as we spoke early before we started, it's my family and, and my loved ones are everything to me. You know, I was brought mm. up that way. Mm. I'm half Spanish. We've got very close bonds with each other. Now, I don't care what car, what, what car someone drives, what house they live in, how big it is, what they've got. I don't care about any of that. What bothers me is how kind somebody is, how they treat mm. somebody else. Mm. Mm. So for me, we're having to debate for families to be allowed to put a system in place because of abuse. No one can deny that abuse and neglect doesn't or hasn't happened. We go in the streets, we drive our cars, we have to slow down. If we're going 32 mile an hour, because we see a speed camera coming to get under 30. Mm, mm, mm. You know, these cameras are everywhere watching everyone. Mm. Who's making, who's benefiting from this? The system. Yes, we shouldn't be speeding. I agree with that. But we also shouldn't be abusing residents because there's no cameras to watch them. So we're not abused. So we're, we're allowed to abuse behind closed doors, but we can't speed. This is an example. I think it shows you um, the state sometimes of humanity. Yes. It is, as we spoke about earlier. What's more important? You know, what is important? Who is important? There's so many carers out there. Um, I have many friends who have disabled parents and partners and things and caring. And I know a a couple of children that care for friends of mine. um, It's their own children. And... They're not really, as you say, given that um, esteem because to be a carer is an exceptionally difficult thing to do. I think, I think it is. I think it's the most diff- one, of, one of the most difficult mm. jobs out there. Mm. Not everyone can do it. Mm. Hence, when I've gone to care homes and I've, mm. I, I used to sit with my family member mm. and I would watch carers. Mm. And I would think, wow, you know, some of them are amazing. And you can see it's just natural. Mm. You can just see it, you know? And you can see others, it's not quite so natural. So hence why I say it's it's in you. It's already in you. I think it's there. It's like being a a good mother, if you like. Yes, a good human being, a good human being, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, If we start from ourselves, if we are going to be caring and compassionate Firstly, we, ha- you know, it starts from this, Tony, I think, if we are going to be compassionate and caring to ourselves, we can yes. then extend that care, generosity 
and compassion to others. But Absolutely. if and people have to be appreciated, and I think not just carers I'm talking about now. I'm I'm talking of people in general. In if, general. If you're not appreciated, if your working hours or your working conditions or even your home environment, whatever it is, if you're disrespected and you're not given the value of your worth, Absolutely. I think it comes from that. The heart of the yes. matter is actually stems from there. Yes, I've got to agree with that, feeling undervalued. Mm. Yeah, that's a great point, you know, and maybe we need to promote that more. This hence why I said earlier, mm. you know, I, I've spoken to a few carers in my time on, mm. and they say, oh, I never tell people I'm a carer. And I say, why? Why do you say that? Mm. Mm. And they say, oh, it's just a carer. I said, that straight away tells me that the job title, even though it's their job, they're embarrassed to tell people they're a carer. How sad is that? that and yet is, they're looking yeah. after some of the most precious and loved people on this planet. They should be screaming from the rooftops mm. that they're looking after you know, your mum, your dad, whoever. How beautiful is that? But yet they're embarrassed. That's a very sad See? reflection of humanity. And this is how this is what I've been told. This is how sad it really is. Mm. In reality, this is just how that job is looked upon. It's true. I had um, somebody deliver um, from one of the supermarkets. I think I spoke to another guest about it. And yeah. <clears throat> a, a few people from the su supermarket. And, you know, it, it's difficult deliveries and all of this in this time. You know, we know all of that. But <clears throat> when I saw him, I could have yeah. hugged him because I yeah. thought, you know, there you are putting yourself on the line. And I said actually to him, thank you so much for coming. And he was taken aback and he said, no, it's okay. And I said, no, you don't understand. I think I love you. And I, I just went over the top because my heart was truly overflowing for this delivery driver who had put himself on the line. And I felt this... But isn't that beautiful? That's yes. how we should look upon yes. human. Yes. Yes. The real thing, the real meaning things in life that really mean something. Mm. And they're, they're what we call our necessities. But they always get overlooked because we take them for granted. We take them now for granted. Now we're in lockdown for yes. the past two months, however long it's been. Mm. People are starting to think, hang on a minute, these things aren't just taken for granted. Mm. Mm. Now, once this lockdown's unlocked, mm. are we sadly, not me personally, but are the majority sadly going to go back to the way they were and forget about lockdown? Yes, they probably will. Well, you know, I was thinking that actually, Tony, and I was thinking to myself, <clears throat> will they go back? Because actually, there's no such thing as going back. You can't go back to a place in the past. We can, no, we can rebuild on this broken and fragile society. And no matter what, some people will want to go back to work naturally and yes. to, to relive their life and to, to, you know, to carry on the journey of life. It can't be the same because this has shaken us as human beings to the core. Yes, I agree. Maybe for the next, maybe the next generation, our children's mm. generation. And mm. after that, mm. it will start again. So hopefully, mm. yeah, maybe by a lifetime, my children's mm. lifetime, yeah. they're going to have a nicer world to live in. Well, this is up to us. And it's people well, like you, Tony, that I said at the beginning, you're a warrior. And, you know, I am so impressed by your strength of spirit. 
how you do it because I know that despite all of this and despite you know this fight you have felt many times like giving up yes many tell me a little bit about that because how do you put that into words it affects your health Mm. um your family your own family life everything to do with your own life and you feel as though you're because you know inside what you really want to achieve Mm. but anything that's of huge value you have to reach a mountaintop to achieve it you have to run through brick walls you have to not be able to sleep for months maybe a year two years on end how many people in reality can manage that there's not many no this is why they become one-offs Mm. And I hit bricks, brick walls so many times. How I kept going, people have asked me, and I, I honestly couldn't, I've never been able to answer them. All I could ever say to them was, love kept me going for that, for a particular person, if you like. Mm. For a cause, um, for a cause. Yes, it's the, the cause behind it. Mm. And so people who do, who achieve awards, who become these Pride of Britons, if you like, who get the these medals, who wear them with pride. Because you were nominated, with, weren't you, for a Pride of Britain award? Yes, I was nominated by many people for a Pride of Britain award. Mm-hmm. I got the best, this was after I got the Best Heroes Award from Best Magazine. Um, obviously, it was published in Best Magazine. Mm-hmm. I was at a big ceremony in London. And when was that? When was that? That was September 18th, so just over a year ago. Mm-hmm. I was invited to the Waldorf Hotel. Eamon Holmes was the the guest speaker and it was it was filled with mm-hmm. hashtag celebrities if you like yes um wonderful occasion my, myself and my partner went down there yeah it was it was wonderful how did but it make you feel it very emotional mm. very because then it, it, that's what made me realize hang on a minute i stood back and just watched and until it was my turn to go up and received my award mm. and I realised hang on a minute I'm actually achieving for what I'm actually doing if that makes sense because I thought I was just doing it out of love yeah. not out of recognition Then mm. all of a sudden I, I'm starting to be recognised so I thought to myself I must be doing something of huge public interest mm. Mm. and that's when that's when it, it, it how would I use the word that's when it really took off because everybody started to to log on to my campaign look what I was doing and following me and they could see I, I, I was meaning there was meaning behind my campaign which there is There's you had a, you had a, you had an inspiration, um, inspiration to do yes. this and it's something yes. that you greatly believe in and yes. it, it's that power of love and faith that's probably been the force that keeps you going it's had, without a doubt it's, you know you say probably but you're correct mm. yes without all that why would i carry on why would anybody carry on when you truly truly love someone or whatever mm. if you really love them there's no excuse to stop as you love your cause so you truly love yes. your cause and you believe cause. in your cause yes and uh, I don't want to see anyone mm. treated subhumanly. You know, like I said earlier, mm. 
you go into a residential care home or any care setting, mm. you're in there for a reason to be cared and loved for, mm. not to be neglected or abused from any level of abuse. People say, well, what level do you mean? They're all the same to me. If you abuse, you abuse. Mm. Mm. You know, from left to right, high, low, high, low, high abuse, low abuse. They're equal to me. Just some are greater than others, but it's still abuse. And if that camera was watching you, you would lose your job. In a way, it's like... It's as simple as mm, that. It's like having an insurance on a car. Yes. Mm. We can't drive a car without insurance. No. Yeah, good point. You know, um, and it sort of keeps you in line. Um, it keeps you in line. It keeps you in line and... As we said, and we we keep saying, it's the m- minority of people in this world that make it so difficult for the majority of us in whatever scope in life, and and ruining it for most of us, whatever yes, that may be. They, yes. the, um, you know, you know when, for example, we were in school, and you know the class gets a detention because of two people. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, <laughs> the school ball is only one. You know, <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, you know, um, but you've highlighted something and you've brought something to our attention that is you're very passionate about, and yes, this force is really you're doing it for the whole of this country. Are you? I'm not? doing it for everyone. Yeah, it's for mm. everyone, and mm. myself included. Mm. How do I know one day? I don't want to be in a care home being abused. Yeah. How awful. What an existence of life that would be. Well, we have to be clear that not all care homes are like this. and Absolutely not. You know, we. I always say, you know, don't say this. Uh, you know, when people say, well, people from these countries are like this. And I, I, I always say, I have a friend of mine who she's like this. Well, certain people are like this. And, you know, men and no. women from certain things. And I said, no, they're not. That's just three no, people just you've met. Yeah, it's three people you've met, and now you've the whole continent's gone out of the window. Yeah, that really doesn't frustrate me. I hear people. Yes. I obviously can't mention names, but I know many people who do that. Yes. And I think, why, why do you call? Because mm. that, that lady's whatever mm. colour, either whatever mm. colour or whatever religion. You say you take us all of them. That oh, that religion's awful. That country's terrible. It's that's wrong. It's person. wrong. It's not humane. Yeah, but again, that's the human for you. It's humans, unfortunately, not all humans. Um, but um, some people, and and that goes on a deeper level of yes. maybe that we have lost a touch of humanity through being so obsessed with technology that we've lost yes. that human touch. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? It's a good point. You know, everything's virtual nowadays. Isn't mm. it? You know, unless mm. you're in a certain age, this is all new. But otherwise, if you're a young age you know nothing else but this virtual life because it's like a virtual life now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't even go to shops anymore, most people. They're all shutting down anyway. They all click on the phones and it gets delivered to them. That's quite sad. You know, someone said it's like having a genie in a bottle and yeah. you say, go and fetch that and it fetches and it, it and there you go. And then you don't it's meet with there. anyone. You don't meet, you don't talk with anyone. Nobody. And it does, it's quite frightening. I think it's quite scary. I think and who knows, yeah. maybe this lockdown has done that. People are desperate to go out now, so hopefully they're going to go out and it's going to carry on and carry on and they're going to keep going out and things are going to flourish again. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's let's keep our fingers crossed and let's get the world flourishing again, you know. With humanity and kindness and compassion. Yes, 
I don't think uh, we're being idealistic, are we, Tony? No, I don't think so. I think we just want what what I look as normality. Well, yes, the the truth. In, the in truth effect. is just a normal thing in life. I want, mm. you know, I don't want. Again, I can only speak from myself and how mm. I was brought. So this is just how I was brought. Mm. So don't get me wrong; nothing in life is perfect. But I would never have chosen to have been brought up by anybody else than who I was brought up by. And how I was brought up by in the old-fashioned, in the old-fashioned way. It is old. It is old-fashioned old now. We bring our children up mm. this way, so I don't know. And they're, they're, they're beautiful. My child, my 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 daughter's twenty-one this year. My son will be twenty this year, and they're beautiful, kind-hearted. Don't hurt anyone. But this so is... they're in this day and age. Mm. But they live how I lived. So is it old-fashioned? I don't know. But it's, it's a good way. It's a yeah. good way because. Old-fashioned doesn't mean um, bad. I, when I think of old-fashioned, to me it's traditional. It's traditional. You know, it's the good old days, and you're still installing those values into values, youngsters. Installing, yes, absolutely. Mm, mm, which that's, is, what, that's all I want, mm, mm. you know? Um, Tony, and how are you now? I mean, um, how, are you, how do you relax... How do you wind down? Because you have such a huge campaign. What do you do to relax and to chill out, in effect? <laughs> Is there such a thing? Is there such I'll a thing? I'll laugh to myself at that one, but I won't <laughs> say what it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's my, my family were here now. They'd probably answer that for you. <laughs> But That's a good question. Yeah, no, it's just nice that I can laugh now and smile because before mm. I couldn't. Before mm. I'm so intense. Um, obviously, I'm now legally represented by Gulbenkian and Donin in London, who would mm-hmm. save my life. Um, so yeah, I can relax a bit, little bit more. And obviously, now I, I love to go for walks. We've got our, our lovely French bulldog. He's, he's our. He's like having a third child. He's he's amazing, you know. And I've got my friends. I pop to for a coffee, and because I don't really drink, I get drunk on, on a Sunday. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I just I I love my life, you know. I just love going for walks in the blue sky, and I, I love lovely weather, and you know, I just love life. I love seeing people, and but it's made me different. It has made me very different. I can uh, imagine. Very, yeah, it's maybe different, but. I, it hasn't made me bitter, you know. I'm, I'm still the stupid guy that I was when I was 20, you know. And I'm, I'm looking forward to, to finding that man again, you know. I will never grow up. I'm like Peter Pan, as Peter they Pan. say. I still look 20. Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I think that's what's maybe given me the drive and the courage to keep going because at the end of the day, I try not to take things too seriously. Even if something is serious, I will always see another side to it a brighter side and, yeah you have to because life is very precious and mm. it's not long enough you know and i don't want to see again the vulnerable being abused i just think it's heartbreaking it's just heartbreaking why would anybody able-bodied even like myself if you like why would i pick or abuse behind closed doors someone who can't fend for themselves what what does that make what would that make me I would be embarrassed to even see myself do that. But that's because, Tony, you are maybe someone who has these old values and 
you know, the world is a very, very different place to a few years ago. And abuse, it, it can happen anyway. It can happen in homes. It can happen in the workplace. It can happen, and it does happen everywhere. You know, I have many clients, and the stories that I hear, and I have friends and family, and the things that I hear. And fundamentally, we mustn't be afraid. This is the thing. And we must stand up for what we believe in. And we don't want to think, I don't want to think that every care home, and I'm sure this is not what you're saying, that every care home is bad. Of course not. Now, that would be ridiculous of me to say mm. that. And that would that would put me, that's like saying I'm calling every human being that's a care out there. It's quite the opposite when, mm. I, when I'm stating. Mm. You know, I, I want to put them on pedestals because they are, like I said at the beginning, that carers to me deserve more than what they're getting. They should be proud to say they're a carer, mm. but the majority of them are not. And this is the question I want to ask, why? Why are you not proud to be a carer? You're looking after the most precious people of families' lives. Mm. Hence their dad, their mum, their grandma, whoever. Wow, you should be put on a, a huge pedestal for taking care of somebody so precious. But they're on minimum wage. Why? There's many questions you know, many questions we, we, we could ask. Why is it a, a dead-end job? It's classed as a dead-end job. When now this uh, this pandemic has happened, mm. it's proving all these so-called, I don't even like saying the word, dead-end jobs, and now coming to the limelight because they are the ones that are the most important. But they're not dead-end, are, are they? This Absolutely is, not. These are the, life, I, they're, they're the fundamental lifeline of society. Absolutely. I've, you know, we've had my children, as I've said earlier, mm. my daughter's at university. You know, I wasn't clever enough to go to university. I don't think anyway. But she's gone. My son's done well at school. They're both, they're both thriving in life. Mm. But not once have myself and my partner pushed them. Can you see where I'm coming from? Yeah. yeah. And I just think, is it because they've, they've come from an environment that's allowed them just to do what they want? They've never done anything I would be ashamed of, not as far as I know. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm proud of them, you know, I'm realistic, you know, that, and I just think we need to promote these things more. Carers should be put on pedestals, they shouldn't be on minimum wage. They're looking after the most precious people in society. Let's give them credit and let's get rid of the not so good. That's all I'm asking. And this is what your campaign is about. Yes, it's... that's all it's about, Yes. And also to give families and friends the opportunity for the law to be introduced, the opportunity and the freedom and the free will that if they so wish that for their own peace of mind, like, you know, um, like we have in our homes for our own peace of mind uh, to be able to even, you know, it's a comfort to be able to see them, isn't it? I think, yeah, that's a good point again. As this lockdown, we're going into lockdown again. Mm. It's proven it. Obviously, this lockdown has put my campaign right into the forefront now. Mm. You know, families now are uh, going on their iPads because they're seeing their family members in care homes now that they've not been able to see for the past two months when they've normally seen them possibly every day. Yes. So people in care, if they've got dementia, are wondering what's happening. So they can still see them on these iPads. Mm. So hence... It's proving now my campaign 
it's a worthy case. Because we don't know, do we? How long this lockdown, what the rules are going to be of the lockdown, how it's going to affect different parts of society. So at least if there were cameras in the rooms, the relatives, whatever their condition, could feel possibly less lonely and, you know, a, a way... Uh, a lifeline to their family and friends. I think it is. Put yourself in that position. Mm. You're laid in the bed at home, mm. and that's your room in a care home. Mm. Mm. And you had a camera in the corner, and you knew you could wave to it now and again. Yeah. Whether you can see them or not, you know they can see you. Surely you would feel that little bit more secure. I, I mean, know I would. I mean, God forbid, you know... Um, it it is a very sad thing, you know, when illness befalls somebody and yes. you have to look at the basic treasures of life that uh, that are love and less feeling of isolation and loneliness, yes. you know, that if you want to talk to your mum or your dad or your sister or your brother, your friend, whoever that may be, that you have the right the to right. do so. Yes, that's all it is. It's just for that. It's for nothing. It's not to Put it simply. Abuse. I mean, we're putting it simply. And to avoid any other issues that hopefully won't arise. Yes, that's all it's for. Mm. It's to say, basically, it safeguards everyone. Mm. Mm. It's, a, it's a safeguard. I'll put it this way. I know if it was me looking after. I don't even, my friend has got a, he's got a three-year-old daughter now. Mm. And we often chat about it because they obviously know what I'm doing. And I always said to yeah. you ask me, I said to my friend George, for example, George, if you asked me to look after your daughter, mm-hmm. I would prefer if your house had CCTV in it. And even though I know full well I would never harm anyone, though, mm-hmm. I know full well if I'm getting watched while looking after the most precious little girl in your life, I'm safeguarded. Would you really? Would you really um, prefer to have a camera? Oh, my you? God, I would, Yes. Because I don't trust anything. Can you hear the stories many times? Little children don't understand how we do, and thank God they mm. don't. Mm. They could fall over while I'm looking after her, mm. or him, mm. whoever it may be, hurt themselves. And then it's translated very differently later on at night when I've gone, oh, how did you do that on your leg? Mm. Oh, Tony did that. Mm. Mm. So, you know, that's mm. how children talk, for example. But that camera, going back to the cameras, you think, oh, let's have a look at that. Because it's happened many times. People have lost friendship over things like this. <laughs> true, true. I've heard stories. I've yeah, heard it's, stories. It's there, yes. you know, not just with children, with anybody. Mm. So you could play the camera back. They go, hang on a minute. That's what she's done. Tony's done nothing. There you go. That camera saved. Mm. So for me, it's a safeguard. It's nothing else. It's a safeguard. And it builds bridges and it keeps peace. And to me, if you, cameras are everywhere. We walk, sadly. So why are they not? Why are they not in, in care homes? That's all I'm asking. But that—that that is what your com- campaign is all about. Yes. Yeah. Let's just get them in care homes and stop the abuse. And let's see how much abuse falls. So I'd love to see the stats on that. So, really, it's for peace of mind. Yeah. It's for peace of mind and. As an insurance, in a way. It's an insurance. Absolutely. It's like an insurance policy. Mm. You know, mm. you're hoping you're not going to see it. You don't want to look at a family member. You think, oh, let's have a look what, I don't know, granddad's doing today. So mm. you put it on. You can see he's so happy. How does that make you feel? Mm. But if mm. you saw your granddad, etc., and you thought, oh, my God, look what they're doing. 
Mm. That would break your heart. But looking at it on, on, on a bigger scale, you've caught them before it carries on. But we're hoping, you know... You're never going to see that. You don't want to see we, that. You know, I wouldn't want to see that. And I, I, I still have this faith in humanity that it's very rare. And I have to have this faith in humanity, Tony, that there are the good actually overshadows the bad. Because if we don't have this faith in good and hope in good, then what's the point? I agree. I agree, fully agree with that. What's the point living, mm. you know? But how do I comment on that? I've got no answer to that at all. It's, it's, it's think... you know, it's, it's maybe um, another story for another day, as they say. Yes, I think that is a great point there. Because, yes. yes, but sadly, mm. sadly, it does happen. It does. Well, Many things happen. Many things happen. Otherwise, and... I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't be given an award for it. Mm. Why would somebody give an award for something that? What he's fighting for never happens. You're raising awareness. Absolutely, Mm. yeah. It's raising raising awareness. Mm. It's now in Parliament, you know. It wouldn't have got to Parliament. An EDM wouldn't have been drafted. MPs wouldn't be Mm. supporting it if it was a pointless case. You know, every story, you know, as they say, there's no smoke without fire. And um, I think we can safely say that um, every story has that spark, whatever that story um, may be. You know, every story has a spark. um, But I am really in awe of what you're doing and the fact that you're doing this for humanity and uh, whatever um, we face in this life we should all have the privilege of being treated as human beings with love and kindness and compassion. And some people would say, you know, Mimi, this is a fantasy. But no, this is not a fantasy. This is reality. And individually, you, I, the next person can make this a reality. And sometimes we needed to be reminded of our frailty and brokenness as human beings. We all have that. Yes, regardless of age, yes. strength and size, yeah. we all have that frailty. Yes, a great point. Mm. No matter how big somebody is, we Mm-mm. can still sit in the corner and cry. Yes. You know, so, so yes. Tony, tell me um, and tell the listeners how they can support you, because I know you have a fund or um, that people can donate to. Yeah, my GoFund page. It's all on my, my Facebook page and support Tony Stowell, the campaign page. Everything is there to see and if they want to and share it. The campaign page, the fundraising page, it keeps this push forward. And I've got a big year ahead of me, you know. Mm-hmm. Sadly, you know, things have to be paid for. Management has to be paid for, agents do, everything has to be paid for. Of course. You know, travel expenses, everything, you know, it doesn't just grow on trees. So, but it's not a force, you don't have to, but it helps me push this forward because I'm nearly towards looking at the finishing line. And also people, if they want to show their gratitude and their support and want to make a donation and to follow your journey, where can they find you, Tony? Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm. and Instagram. And what do they need to tap those. in? You know, my name Tony Stowell. Um, Twitter is Tony Stowell three. Mm-hmm. My Facebook is Tony Stowell. It's come straight up, and Instagram is Tony Stowell again. You know, it's there straight away. Okay, you'll see it. My ugly mug will be straight there. 
<laughs> not so ugly, I have to say. You're an ex-model, are you not, Tony? <laughs> well, I did a bit of model. Yeah, I did a little bit, you know. In just the day. A little bit. In, back in the day, you know. And it, 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 it's because I did that back in the day. Um, I try to look after myself as best I can, a little bit more so now. And I'm getting offers again because of the campaign to do bits of model again, but I'm turning them down because I just think it takes, how do I put this so it sounds properly? It takes the, it takes the, the look away from my campaign why I'm, why I'm doing it. So, so no, I'm not going to go anywhere near that. Like I did, I did Tom Cruise work many, many moons ago and I was in Los Angeles with So Jeff were you Gold. a double? Were you a double? I, were, I did a lot of stuff as a double, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People look at me now, I guess I look nothing like him, but when they do you up, you can look at me, you can look like anybody, I suppose. But um, he's done the Top Gun 2, that's coming out this year now, and I've been asked to do promotion work for Top Gun 2. Mm -hmm. But maybe by that, after all this, maybe I'll do, because it, it helps me push forward, it'll help me push the campaign forward. Why not? So who knows, yeah. yeah, who knows at that point in time what I decide to do, I don't know. I don't know. It depends where the camp. My, my, my main focus is the campaign. It really is at this point because we're at a crossroads now where it's going to hit the big time, and I don't want to to mess that up. Um, because your full force is behind it now, yes, and yes. Um, you have many people supporting you. As we yes. said, you have many celebrities. You have yep. a good team behind you. Yeah, and I want to wish you. All the very best. Really, thank you, Tony, for coming on. Thank you. No, thank massive thank you to you as well, Mimi. You know, thank you. And I'm sure you're going to keep me posted. And yep. um, who knows, you know, Hollywood could be beckoning you once more <laughs> <laughs> in better times, as they say. So never oh, say, you know, never say never. You never know in no, life. I, I, I never say never. No, never say never. Mm. You know, mm. and age is a number. People, I think this country, again, going back to where... I don't look at anyone's age. I look at them as a person. Yes. So that's a great way to end. Age is a number. <laughs> we should stop looking at ages. Ageism is just, doesn't interest me. My children act older than me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know the that's feeling. That's what we're looking at. They, act, they tell me off. <laughs> <laughs> so you've gone back into being their little son and, oh, they're, the, and they're the grown-ups. Yeah. I act so silly now, and I think I love it. I annoy them. I actually annoy them. Oh, and I think it's great. Yeah. So, so as we end um, on a positive note, I have to yeah. say, uh, remarkable story. Um, Thank you. And you know, you could make history, and I really hope you do because it is such a worthwhile, passionate, uh, courageous battle. And um, it has to well, be one. Somebody had to do it. Mm. Somebody had to do it. And know? it had to be you. I, I a lot of people have tried. Yeah. yeah, people have a good point. Cause a lot of people have tried, but they've mm. had big consortiums mm. behind them, mm. companies. I've done it on my own, one man. Hence why they've called it David versus Goliath. Very apt. And what yep. advice would you give? You know, I always say at the end to my guests, something for the listeners, you know, something that has helped you through life and has helped you to get through life, what advice would you give, sort of, in a couple of lines? Again, it's not, I couldn't give advice on that because each individual are very different. The only thing that's kept me going, mm. I believe, was my upbringing. The, I was filled with love. Love. And that's the only thing I can, I can end on because otherwise, why would I be doing this? The power of love. Absolutely. And I was treasured. I was a, we were treasured. So for me, 
Fam- f- families love for their children, for their f- for whoever. Mm. If you love like my children, they're my world. So hopefully, in, in years to come, they will bring to the same for their children, and that's when your generations come forward. And, 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 I don't know. I think you just have to treat your family well, and if you do, you'll be rewarded. Beautiful. Really, truly beautiful. Thank you, Tony. I wish you, you all the very best and hopefully we'll have you back again and um, we'll have another story for another day. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Not too long away either. Okay. All right. Well, take care. You too. Okay. Bye-bye, Tony. Bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Tony Stahl. What an incredible story. The power of courage and faith and love. How it can move mountains and how also the power of love cannot only help oneself, but help the people that are around us. Beautiful, wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Take care, and I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to Secrets for an Inspirational Life. Brought to you by your host, Mimi Novik. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and see you in the next episode. For more information about Mimi Novik and her books, music and inspirational work, take a look at her website, www.miminovik.co.uk.